boys. Week wow. three. I think yeah. uh, I just like last week, we have to talk about the Packer game because, man, the Lions gave you a little scare there for a little bit, huh? And didn't a guy have like $800,000 on the line for that game? He had like a 16 no. game parlay. It wasn't just on the, yeah, 16 game parlay. It was on, it was based off of all the other games that went on that week. And it just so happened that if the, if the, I think the, if the Lions won the game and covered the spread, which I think they would have done if they would have won, I think, but the, he would have won like $700,000, $725,000, something like that. Yeah, and it was off one of those like free parlays, like the ones that you get for just joining up or signing up on a website. Crazy. I think it was like DraftKings. So he was just like, hey, you know, it's like free 25 bucks for this week. Let me just like pick all these games. And it just so happened that he got all of them right, except for that last one. So, I know. He, you know how lucky you have to Is because yeah, I, the Vikings choked it away. Like, I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if it was a choke or if the Vikings or if the Cardinals should have just won that game. I think the Cardinals were the favorites in that game. Yeah, but they actually. missed a field goal, though, to win the game. That is true. They did miss that field goal. That yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, you can say that the Cardinals probably should have won that game more handily. But at the end of the day, Vikings definitely missed that field goal. Yeah. Oh, so, I Packers cannot... game. What's up? The Packers game. Packers game. Uh, yeah, it was... It was kind of cool, uh, kind of fun game to watch a little bit. I was worried that <laughs> for the way that we came out so flat the other uh, – the way that we came out so flat the previous week against the Saints, I was worried that, like, oh, we're going to come out flat again. And coming out flat at home in Lambeau, it just would have been really, 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 really crappy to see. So I'm glad that we didn't come out flat. I'm glad that we came out with a little bit more energy and we you know, went – I mean, again – Everyone knows it's just the Lions, right? The Lions are still, you know, up and coming. The rebuilding. They're they're not bad. They're still in that rebuild, though, right? Like, uh, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Peyton Peyton and Manning's or Peyton and Eli, uh, Eli's Monday Night Show Mm -hmm. or whatever it was, but they were like kind of talking about it in the beginning about like there's so much in a new offense, no matter how much time you have in the offseason to study and like become familiar with the new offense, you still have to like, you still ha- it takes time for you to be able to connect what happens live, what happens on the field, and what actually happens, uh, what you're actually supposed to do on each play, like when it's live versus you know when you actually are just studying it. Okay, this is what's supposed to happen versus this. What this is how you know I follow it through on the field. So there's still a lot of things that Jared Goff is just trying to work out, you know. And he was running those read options, you know, and for a while. Uh, for a while, actually, I don't think the Packers even registered a sack. But what more more important than a sack, I think, is honestly the fact that the Packers didn't generate any pressure at all until I think halfway through the third quarter, or not even probably the fourth quarter. Like he looked so comfortable out there, it was ridiculous. He looked like he could honestly fire up the grill, probably cook up some burgers, and then probably have enough time to even clean all that sh- shit up afterwards. That's how much time he had in the pocket. I mean, he had literally, at one point, I was counting it down, he had almost like 10 seconds before he could. It just so happened that there was no one open. And <laughs> I mean, like, Rashawn Gary was trying to get after him. Uh, who, who the other, Kenny Clark and Preston, you know, it was like a three-man rush. And then we had a, a we had another guy come off. Uh, I think it's the new guy, but it was like we had, it was like a four man, three or four-man rush and no one was generating any pressure at all. So that was just disgusting. And the... Lions don't have the best offensive line in the league, 
I'd definitely say probably like top 10, maybe if that. Uh, but it makes me nervous for this upcoming game because you guys definitely have, or you guys in the 49ers definitely have like a top three offensive line. Even with all those uh, injuries with the running backs, uh, you know, with all your running backs. And so I, I just, I still think that like you could throw in, I think you guys just signed Chris Thompson. So I think you could still throw in Chris Thompson and he could still run for like 50, 50 yards easy just because we can't get to him. Oh, it's Trenton Cannon, bro. That guy. Wait, what is it named? Jock Patrick? Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, he looks like an absolute week. Leonard Fournette type running back. <laughs> and that'd be kind of sick. I don't know. Because the more I was thinking about it, even though a bunch of guys are injured, it doesn't really scare me too much because as we saw, the only because like it was so confusing when me and Sheridan were watching the game, Elijah Mitchell was having to actually be the only one to fight for yards. And then the few times Jermichael and Trey got the ball, they busted off like 10 or 15 yards. So that's uh, what it Trey Sermon got the ball and got a concussion on the first. That was yeah. rough. Yeah, that was, that was a career. rough hit, man. He yeah. got crunched. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I felt but, I felt bad. Like, you know, him coming out like it was I was, I was like, I was glad to see like, you know, he was like able to like come to it a little bit, but I was expecting him to be like down and out after that hit. Yeah. Cause he had a double whammy there because he yeah. got cracked and then landed on his head again. So, yeah. yeah was I think he'll be okay. They, they don't know a hundred percent if he's not, he might play this week, right? Yeah. He's practicing. He's just not doing contact. Wow. That's very soon. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. Good. I'm concerned about Elijah Mitchell though. Cause mm-hmm. uh, he's not practicing either. No, and his yeah. shoulder thing's a little bit more serious than a, just a stinger, which is yeah, very scary for well, me. And I, I mean, like you guys don't back. really have to worry about the running game too much because I, I, if the Packers come out like they did against Jared Goff, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have more than enough time to find George Kittle wide open, ninety yards down the <laughs> down the side. You that know needs what to I mean? happen because like, it has yet to happen this entire season. So yeah, George yeah. Kittle hasn't like done anything this year. Yeah, Except, but I mean, like uh, the Packers have given up touchdowns to tight ends to to the first game, and then one last uh, one or one two days ago on Monday, uh, or three days ago on Monday. Uh, so I I think I texted Kellen right after the game that <laughs> you know George Kittle is going to be a major play yeah, this did. week in fantasy. I think he's going out for at least two hundred and probably even like two touchdowns. Like uh-huh. we, our linebackers can't cover him, our safeties can't cover him. You know, we can't cover anybody. And you're saying the same thing about like Lamar is going to run wild on you guys as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone, (laughs) anyone with mobility, anyone with mobility that can run the ball and has a good O line, they're going to dominate the Packers this season. So I'm honestly more worried about the Packers playing the Ravens later on the season than I am worried about us playing like a team like the chiefs because the chiefs have a good O line. They just don't really have much of a run game that's been formed, but like the Ravens are all about the run and they got the O-line for it. So it's going to be a monster, monster game for Lamar later on in the season. I think we play him like week 15, week 14, something like that. So I, I honestly, it's rough. I wish you were more ride or die like we were because I get super pumped when I have friends that are playing the opposing 49ers team. But for you, you're so logical and you just like almost accept the fact that it could be a tough Bro, Sunday I'm, night. Look, I mean, I text. I think I texted you. I was like, bro, or you texted me. You're like, you're like, oh, so are you gonna root for the? Are you gonna pick the 49ers this year? And I'm like, dude, I honestly can't pick the 49ers because I picked the 49ers last year and I got burned on fantasy. Like, I was like, oh man, the 49ers are gonna, the 49ers are gonna beat the shit. I mean, beat the crap out of 
sorry, Sheridan's bomb. Uh, beat the crap out of uh, beat the crap out of the Packers like last season, and then you know we went off. I think it was like a thirty-eight to like twenty or something like that. I don't know what it was. And I benched literally all my guys in fantasy, and yeah. that was like that was the game to play him because I think uh, I think Aaron Jones scored the most points he had the entire season. Yeah, you benched Aaron Rodgers this week. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I'm not trusting it this year. I'm not trusting it. I'm I mean I'm still picking the Packers. I think best case scenario is like a 37-43. Or sorry, what did I say? 42-49. Uh, I don't know what it was. I think you think that high scoring? I think that's our best case scenario to beat you guys is if it's a high scoring game wow. and the defense kind of give uh, your guys' defense kind of gives up big plays. That's like mm-hmm. I think that is our best case scenario because our you guys still have a dominant you know D line obviously. Every team has to game plan against Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Um, so I think, you know, I feel like you guys are going to be able to sit back even with, uh, I think you guys are pl- going to be playing at least two rookies, rookie corners, right? Yeah. Okay. So two rookie corners. I think you guys are still going to be able to sit back and like cover two shell. There's a weird light coming in. I, I think you guys are still going to be sit- able to sit back, cover two shell because I, I, I mean, I've, we're, we're beat up at the O-line, man. We're beat up on the O-line. Uh, we might miss Jenkins. We might miss Bakhtiari. And now we're... Oh, yeah. Really he playing. left early during warm-ups or something, right? Or was that Taylor Lewan? That was Lewan. That was Lewan. And, yeah, okay. Dang, bro. Yeah, you guys are going to get thrashed. Yeah, I feel like. so I don't feel like Rodgers is going to have a whole lot of time in the pocket to be able to, like, you know, yeah. do it. I feel like it's going to be a lot of dink and dunks, and then hopefully you guys give up a big play. And, you know, it ends up being like a high scoring. I think that's the best. Pop. I think that's our positive. But if you tell me, you know, this time next week that the 49ers beat the shit, I mean, beat the crap out of the Packers. You can say shit. Nothing, I would. I would be OK. I would I, I would I would accept it. I would be like, OK, yeah, that's kind of what I expect to happen, you know, but I'm, I'm going to pick the Packers. I got burned last season. I'm not going to get your final score. You locking it in 49, 42. Uh, yeah, 49-42. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not expecting it, bro. I think that's Man, the best case scenario just, for the Packers. You just like gave our defense a lot of praise, and then you're saying that you're going to drop a 49 piece on us. That's, that's disrespectful that's what I'm saying. to drop like, the 49 on a 40, the 49ers, man. Yeah, like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like wow. That's our best case scenario is that your defense gives up plays. I think that's legitimately our only way. If your defense doesn't give up plays, it's going to be a – it's gonna be awful. If we take away Aaron Jones, it's gonna be brutal. Yeah, that's the way, Sheridan. What are we gonna do about Devontae? Uh, just hope it doesn't get passed to a lot. <laughs> two on him, two, put put two or three guys on him, and then just wait about like two or three seconds, about the amount of time it takes for Nick Bosa to get a sack. And that's that's pretty much it, man. You think uh, Kyle Shanahan when he asked D'Amico Ryan's, "What are we gonna do about Devontae?" He's just like, ah. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, see probably. how it happens. I don't know, man. Same with Aaron Jones. Yeah. He popped off. I thought I might have a chance against you in fantasy, and then you had Devonte and Aaron Jones left. So you, <laughs> after the after his first two touchdowns, very much over. It was done. So, yeah, yeah, dude. You have him in all your leagues too. I do, I do, and I need I I needed him to pop off. Like I needed him to get at least twenty points. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, he didn't do he didn't do anything against the Saints. So, I needed him to get at least twenty points in order to at least be in contention to give some of the other guys a chance to like put up some points. Yeah, he did it. 
and then some. Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was I was gonna say speaking of fantasy football, people actually just gotta start listening to us because when we were picking the games and we picked some of our fantasy sleepers, Demarcus Robinson had a touchdown. Yeah, and dude, I, said that. I was watching that. I was watching that. I'm like, <laughs> bro, kill it, call this guy out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Also, Sterling Shepard, he gets so many receptions, bro. Yeah, like, you, you also called that out, and then he ended up having like a 20 burger, 22 burger, or something like that. Yeah, like, he ended up popping off too. Yeah, he's, I'm he's, like, he's, holy crap. <laughs> Two guys, <laughs> and guess who's number one on the waiver wire for quarterbacks? Your boy, Daniel MVP Jones. My gosh, <laughs> it literally makes no sense. Though, I you mean, if you look at it, he's the bandwagon eventually, though. Sheridan, come on. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Never in my life. Like, I'm so happy. Goff is playing fine. Um, Sam Darnold's reviving his career. Daniel Jones is actually not turning the ball over. I mean, granted, it is two weeks in the season. And there's a lot of football left to play, but. I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from all the guys that I'm rooting for this year, you know. But yeah, do you want to do some factor cat? Yes, let's go. Okay, so let's do it. I just got some five. I got some five quick heaters. Okay. I think, and we're basically. Uh, I don't know if I need to explain it again for Sheridan, but I, I just will. Uh, basically, I have a quick, you know, five quick storylines from the week people's takes, whatever it is, something I saw on Twitter, something I saw on Instagram, whatever the case is. But these are just kind of like either it's an underreaction, overreaction. Is it fact or is it cap? And you're yeah. going to basically say what, you know, in one to two sentences, whether or not you agree with it or not and why. So okay. let's start this off. First things first, Derek Carr is the MVP front runner for this the season. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I would have this. I don't have to say cap on that one, but Isn't I do think he's playing great. I think he's playing great. Right? He is leading the league in passing yards, and he, I think he's tied with Tom Brady in touchdowns. Yeah, I think he's doing. He does very. He's been very good this year, but I would not say he's the number one in um, MVP race right now. Bro, isn't he, is, he? Wasn't he hurt though? So I don't know, but the, the Raiders are absolutely good. They're gonna, I don't know, I think they're gonna stomp the Dolphins this week because if two is done, well, actually, well, two is trash, but be nice, okay? What do you do? No, I don't like to it, bro. Sheridan, every time you move your mic, it comes up. No, well, sorry, it wasn't you. the little plastic parts weren't connected, right? All right, so Kellen, you're saying it's cap too? Oh, yeah, 100% cap. It's got to be Kyler Murray, dude. It's got to be Kyler Murray. All right. All right. So the Panthers put up a great showing uh, last week, and now they're going to be fa- facing the Texans here in a little bit. Do they have the best defense in the league, or have they just benefited from playing weaker opponents? I, don't I mean, they, they have, just played the Saints. I don't think they're, they're the best defense in the league, but I think they have a pretty good one. And But I'm not going to say that, like, it was just because they're playing weaker opponents. I do think they can actually do something good in their division. And they do seem to be have the right playmakers on offense and defense. And Sam Donald's looking pretty good. So I do think uh, they can actually maybe make the wild card or whatever. But I think they could definitely be the second team in that division. Dr. Cap, they win the South. Cap, but. That's Cap. They got the Bucks right now. Second place in the South. Well, second place, yeah. I would accept that, yeah. Yeah, You, you You can say that's a potential fact. Yeah, yeah, they could. The Saints got worked by them. Yeah, okay. and it was kind of it was kind of crazy to see because I mean, inverse property of opponents. Basically, it makes the Panthers better than the Packers. So think about that one. All right, so <laughs> Mac Jones will win Rookie of the Year. No, nope. 
he's pretty bad. I don't think he's good at all. Like, well, you well, know, let's, let's look at the other. Let's look at the other. Uh, let's look at the other <laughs> Darsh's quarterbacks face out there. When we said nope right away, <laughs> he's so not that. I mean, out of the rookie quarterbacks right now, he's playing the, as the best one. But I mean, also what he's doing is really not that crazy. He has like a pretty good team. All he does is like throw. He threw like he threw passes like just normal easy passes. It's not anything crazy. Um, I'd say rookie of the year right now. Um, Diamondor uh, Lenore. <laughs> no. Um, rookie of the year on offense. I'm trying to think if who's a rookie on offense. I I don't know. Come all on, the Madden guy. All the rookies you aren't playing good. Know. I only play Madden 21, okay? So not uh, Madden 22. Okay. So, but I do not think he's going to be rookie of the year by the end of the year. Kellen? I think it's going to be Justin Fields. So. By the end of the year, you think it would be Fields? Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. He's getting um, his first start now. I mean, but Mac really is the only one in a situation where he is going to start every single week, besides Zach Wilson. But the Patriots have more of a chance to win week to week. And Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is a possibility because he will probably play m- the most games out of any of like the <laughs> top flight rookies that got drafted in the first round yeah i don't know uh-huh well uh really quickly i'm just gonna cap it off here um i think zach zach wilson has the most interceptions through two weeks i think he has yep. like five interceptions that's the most through two weeks uh so or it ties it at least and trevor lawrence he had uh he has four or no yeah. he, he has five zach wilson has oh wait six. trevor yeah he sucks too i mean yeah. it doesn't suck but his team and uh, I totally agree with you guys. Uh, I feel like it's too early until uh, Mac Jones getting early rookie of the year votes is, uh, I think it's a little too early. It's just yeah. two weeks. I think there's a very real possibility with how much Devontae Smith is getting used that he might actually run away with rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's very real. Trey Lance rookie of the year, one pass, one touchdown right there. That's his <laughs> efficiency. So that's money now, right there. I think we can. I think we can talk a little bit about uh, the whole rookie situations, uh, rookie quarterback situations, a little bit later, um, mm-hmm. because I think yeah, I think it'll be kind of interesting to see uh, see when uh, when Trey Lance gets to start. Because the next factor cap is: Did Andy Dalton just injure himself out of being the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Yeah, yeah, really. I think bad. it was just, it was just about time that they were like it was going to happen sooner than later because Andy Dalton's not like that explosive of a quarterback and he just got hurt now. So I think they're pretty much waiting for a chance to make Justin Fields the starter. And so that gave it to them. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it's going to be the same boat with uh, Jimmy G and Trey Lance is once Jimmy G, if he gets hurt this year, if he does, I think that's going to be the point where Trey Lance takes over and then it's going to be Trey Lance's game from then on out. Trey Lance will take over if Jimmy G plays an entire game, like he played the Philadelphia week uh, first half. Yeah. Like, if he plays one of those games, I think Trey Lance will probably come in maybe that next week or maybe even later in that same game. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that Andy Dalton will probably come back after Justin Fields. Uh, so. I think he will. I don't think they're ready to give up on him because he didn't really – he is really good. They, they still won, but I think that Andy Dalton still has a lot in the tank. And he's well, – they started winning. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. What are you going to say? Oh, uh, I was going to say that they started winning when Justin Fields entered the game because 
I mean, also Joe Burrow also kind of gave him yeah. like three interceptions within yeah. like six minutes. So that also probably factored into just possession time and overall. But uh, I definitely think that Andy Dalton's going to be the starter moving forward. I think the exception is this week, uh, just with the injury that he's dealing with, some, some, some sort of angle ankle injury or something like that. So as long as he's unhealthy, I think Justin Field is in the running. But I feel like if he has a really solid game uh, this upcoming week, I feel like it's going to make it harder for them to go back to Andy Dalton, especially if he plays really, really well. So I think Justin Fields is definitely in a position this week to essentially earn himself a starting spot. I just don't think it's been given to him just quite yet. Yeah. All right. The final factor cap, this one's going to be kind of a fun one because I feel like I already know what you guys are going to say, but the Seahawks are the weakest team in the NFC West. They're the weakest team forever since they came to the NFL, the weakest team. Yeah. Because I hate them. But especially anyway, with that no. uh, number three guy. Really weak. Yeah, Russell Wilson, Real especially when he came in the, in the league. They're the worst team. No, I think they are. They they were up by like a few scores against the Titans, and then they blew that game. Derrick and Henry and the fourth quarter, man. Yeah, I don't think I don't think their defense is that good. Um, and honestly, like Russell Wilson kind of gets locked down. Even Pete Carroll was talking crap on Russell Wilson and said they just needed Russell Wilson to like – move the ball down the field and he couldn't do it. So for one game. Wow. Yeah. yeah he couldn't do it this game. Yeah. He only, he only pulls <laughs> it off like every other game case, of the though. year. Wow. Yeah. He just um, saves Pete Carroll's job. I think the Rams are the weakest. Rams are the weakest. Cardinals are the third. Seahawks are the second. Dude, when it comes down to it, I think Russell Wilson will beat the Rams, bro. I think that they're better. If you got Russell Wilson, he's way he's better than Matthew Stafford. And with Tyler Lockett and DK, I don't know. That's just way that's just a better offense to me. I don't, they're just way more ex- huh, dude. It's so tough. I I I, just, I think the Rams are the weakest link in the NFC West. I think they're way overhyped and they're going to get thrashed by the Bucs. Yeah, I I definitely think that's uh I definitely think that the Seahawks are the weakest team right now. And it's kind of odd because usually the Seahawks, the way the Seahawks season kind of works normally, or at least like I'm an outsider. I'm not really totally plugged into that network, but it feels like they are really hot. You know, they have a really hot start. They'll go off maybe like six and oh, seven and oh, whatever the case is. And then kind of like the offense kind of flutters a little bit, then the defense is solid, and then the defense sucks, and then the offense sucks, and then it kind of goes back and forth. And then for some reason, every Seahawks game always comes down to like the fourth quarter. Something, some some wild shit happens. Crap happens in the fourth quarter. Sorry, Sherry. You don't Tom. have to. <laughs> Dude. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I feel like it, you know, it always comes down to it. And I feel like right now, yeah, they're definitely like the weakest team based off what we've seen so far. They have a lot of question marks on that, de- uh, on that, uh, on that defense. I feel like they, they're, I mean, obviously they still have Bobby Wagner, but I feel like they're just missing that kind of like rush pass rush capability, especially when it comes to, you know, dropping safety down low and, you know, plug in the hole when it comes to the run game. So I feel like, 
there's just a lot of uh, in at or inconsistencies. And I feel like it's too early to say that, you know, they're particularly the weakest team or like, you know, I think uh, Kellen was saying that the Rams are the weakest team. Uh, I feel like early on, a lot of teams were, or a lot of people were saying the Cardinals might be the weakest team. And I feel like they're just on that winning streak right now. They're feeling it. They're uh, getting plugged in. Ron, uh, Rondale Moore or Rondale Randall? Yeah, Rondale Moore like isn't that. crazy. Yeah. He's played uh, He's played the field or he's been on the field for less than like 40% of the total offensive snaps and he is wide receiver 17 in fantasy. I, it was a crazy stat it came up on my Twitter. I was like, what the heck? But yeah, he's been on the field less than 40%. And died. I feel like it's just, it just goes to show how Cliff Kingsbury has, you know, come about to bringing the Cardinals offense. Like he's just so looped in with uh, trying to make sure that Kyler Murray is putting the ball in the best, best spots. And uh, I mean, you know, the Vikings are the Vikings, but mm-hmm. I feel like, that's those were some of those games where it's like, eh, you know, okay. I, I'm not convinced. You know, yeah, that game, that game was that win, crazy. I'm not convinced. I, so, I'm, I, I'm, because the way Sheridan looked at me is weird to what? me because, like, how I, I look at you. No, when I said that the Rams, that the Seahawks are better than the Rams, the way you looked at me, you're like, hmm. But let's be re- the Rams. They. Are you actually scared of them as a team as a whole? I think they're definitely better than they were last year for sure. Yeah, but to me, they're just and the Niners so are overhyped. pretty much the same, huh? As last year, the the Niners are pretty much the same team. Like they haven't changed much, and also everybody's hurt now again. Well, the running backs. Who are you? What are you saying yeah. right now? Yeah, I mean, sure they have their deep, more defensive pieces back together. How are we the together, same team? You're, you're, healthier. Healthier. you're, you're a healthier. They're going to get team. absolutely cooked when they get a number one wide receiver against them, bro. They're going to get sauced. Josh Norman's not going to be able to keep up with them, bro. Sheridan, Sheridan was literally saying how he's scared for this upcoming Sunday because he's like Devontae Adams is going to run wild on us. Bro, yeah, he's you, scared. You, you can that. only How have can you be scared against a team that was locked in with the Lions through halftime, bro. We were locked into the lines in the fourth quarter, bro. Because like, we was... took all of our starters out, guy. They were back in, like, after this okay. one. Okay, really quickly. A ball hit off George Kittle's face mask, and Debo Samuel fumbled to give them an extra possession. could have caught it, bro. Easy money. It's not that hard to catch. The way Keller just said. <laughs> and Debo Samuel fumbled. <laughs> he yeah. never fumbles. He's the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Oh, factor cap. Debo Samuel's best uh, that's, wide that's receiver. That's cap. Yeah, that's cap. You think that's he could cap, cap, insert himself as top five by the end of the season? No, he gets the ball the cap. entire time because for some reason Kyle Shanahan hates Brandon Ayuk for some like for some reason. You I don't have think no he'd be a top five. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't understand that. Can you explain why Brandon Ayuk is in the doghouse? I have no, I have no idea. He's kind of he, like he had like a hamstring thing, right? Yeah, but that's been like that was like oh, two weeks ago. But he's I don't know what it is because he's so dynamic and explosive. I don't get why we don't get him the ball more. But I guess you don't really need to when you have Debo. Why don't you like Debo? Who I like Debo, you? but I don't. I don't, Bro, I don't think he's like the best wide receiver in the mindset right now. Jesus, you're, you're being a you're hater. just over hyping Debo Samuel, bro. Like he's good, okay. but he's I'm not over hyping the most physical wide receiver in the game. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like AJ Brown is pretty physical. They were on the field. Yeah, no, wait. Dude, what? That was DK and AJ. But, bro, Debo, why don't you like Debo? What are you talking about? I do like Debo. I do like Debo. I do follow their Instagram page, the 19 problems one. But, no, I I just don't think he's like, 
the number one wide receiver in the NFL. So, well, he is right now. Well, yeah, right now because he gets like every single pass. But that's because they for some that, reason they don't let him that throw. Bad? He's gonna get locked down once they play like an actually good secondary. What are you talking about? Jalen Ramsey's the best corner in the foot. And does it? Wait, but yeah, it doesn't matter if there's a good secondary because Kyle Shanahan gets in the ball regardless. That is true. Well, yeah, I, I do. I do agree. You with that. can't. You can't. Jalen Ramsey have like a, supposedly the best corner in the game, and who's his daddy? Debo. He stiff arms his ass he, and throws him out of bounds. You can't like just use one player the entire game. It's not going to work like that. But what have we been doing the last two weeks and we've won? Because the team has yeah. been bad. The, the Eagles bad. aren't That's a bad the, football team. Yeah, they are. What are you talking about? We barely had a touchdown before halftime. Yeah, they're not a good football team. Darsh, please back me up. You think? Do you think the Eagles are a bad football team? I think they're good. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you me, were literally me, saying Jalen Hurts was balling out the whole game, Sheridan. I think that the yeah, Eagles our are secondary good. Is for, good. <laughs> I think that the Eagles are good for second place, and I think that the, that technically makes them a top ten team in the NFC. I feel like I'm on so. first take with uh, I'm like Stephen A, and he's like Skip Bayless right now. Isn't it Max Kellerman? Yeah, no, but nah, dude, Max got kicked off the show. Yeah, I don't know. Oh what yeah, what happened? Wait, what happened with that? Uh, I, I, Stephen A. basically like came out and did like a report. Uh, he was basically like, "Hey, uh, I think I want someone else on the show instead of Max. Uh, Max is just not. We're not able to. Uh, we're not as compatible. We're not able to go back and forth." And I, I he was like, and then he like reposted something on social media or something like that where there were like various times where Max Kellerman just kind of said things that like kind of set him off, set Stephen A off. And he just didn't think that their chemistry on set was as good. So he was like, Hey, I think it's, I think you have other opportunities here with the network. Uh, I don't think first take is it for you. So, and now I guess their plan Back is to boxing. bring in like guests yeah, every week. They make like the most iconic stuff on ESPN, bro. Yeah. Like fate of the universe on the line, bro. If you want to take the shot, and it's you know Andre Godala, not Steph Curry, bro. That's like <laughs> iconic. Yeah, exactly. Max Kellerman, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, really quickly, uh, number one wide receiver thing. I think, yeah, uh, Debo Samuel. He's definitely getting plugged in. I feel like he is that guy for Kyle Shanahan right now. And I, I feel like as long as uh, as long as Shanahan keeps scheming him open, I feel like Jimmy's gonna you know drop it off to him. I feel like Jimmy's that quarterback mm-hmm. to get it done. Uh, and I feel like uh, back to what Sheridan said, like five minutes ago now uh, about number one wide receivers cooking uh, the 49ers. That's only a problem. If the opposing quarterback has time in the pocket, if opposing quarterback is being rushed blitz, whatever the case is, they just don't have time. They're not, they're not able to settle into their rhythm, whatever the case is, then they're going to be throwing off off balls pretty much the entire game. And I feel like teams like, the Packers, which do a lot of schematic based stuff where people are aware or not people, but players are designed to be open at certain spots, uh, similar to Rams offense and definitely similar to what the Cardinals are, have been doing lately. I think that that will play into how you guys play them. And I think that you won't find that as much of an issue with number one wide receivers cooking the 49ers. I just, yeah, I think that, yeah.